you got into business to pursue your passion, not to worry about insurance. But the reality is every business faces risks and you need to make sure that your business is protected. Insurance doesn't have to be complicated and learning some basic risk mitigation principles like how to develop a business continuity plan can go a long way. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. Get your message into the right hands with Canada Post solutions for small business snap ad mail campaigns. Create effective direct mail campaigns in 15 minutes or less. Visit CanadaPost.ca forward slash small business to learn more. Building your dream, work-life balance, scaling up, discussing the topics that matter most to entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. You know, one of the great things I love about interviewing amazing rock star entrepreneurs from across the planet is what we learn from them. And that's why I started Go Forth Garage. Go Forth Garage is all about providing you with the resources, the coaching, the mentorship, the programs to help you in your business just check us out at goforthgarage.com. That's goforthgarage.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. Just thrilled to have you on the show today. Having with us just an incredible individual. Well, in fairness, uh, he's got an incredible voice. He's got an incredible enthusiasm, and that makes him incredible to me. He's uh, Marc-Andre Roy. He's on the Startup Canada podcast show today. Marc-Andre is the VP of Marketing and Digital Strategy at Export Development Canada in Ottawa. His day-to-day and includes leveraging and refining his expertise of building building digital platforms and business models to connect buyers and sellers, both domestically and on a global scale. Driven by data and powered by a strong digital and marketing strategy, Marc-Andre leads a unique group of talented teams who design and deploy new unique experiences to bring sustained value to the export ecosystem while creating long-term wealth for Canada. On today's show, Mark Andre and I are going to discuss digital strategy and transformation, marketing, and doing business abroad. Mark Andre, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. Thank you very much, Rivers. I'm really excited to be on the show uh, and to be sharing uh, my my 20 years of experience with uh, the startup community. I was a, I was a uh, an entrepreneur myself for uh, the first five years cool. of my life. And I, um, I, I, can, I tend to think that all of the skills, experience, and expertise gained in those first five years made of me an intrapreneur in the corporate life. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with the audience today. Very cool. So what were you doing in that first five years? A lot of startups around, uh, this was the early, uh, early years around digitalizing 
uh, you know, 04, 05, and uh, a lot of our focus was to identify big processes that were cumbersome and full of paper and just put them online, yes. put them online and, and really streamline um, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you know, burden work for high paying jobs and high paying sectors. So, so the, finan- the financial um, sector for me uh, was an area I quickly gravitated towards uh, in, uh, in wanting to leverage my entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship and but also uh, digital and marketing skills. Yeah, very cool. Well, you know, I, I must say that my conversations with quote unquote government, and I speak more to the federal side of government with in your you and your colleagues, and I'm always impressed with the people that are in the uh, doing the work that they're doing. And I'm not just blowing wind when I say that. It really makes me feel good as a taxpayer, but also as an entrepreneur, that the type of people that are in spaces like yours are entrepreneurial, uh, un- uh, have have an entrepreneurial kind of reflection in what it is they do, but are also driven by innovation. How can I do it better? Be more efficient to serve the people that we want to serve. So here's my question to you on that regard. How do you uh, yourself keep keep focused on innovation in the area that you're in? And then how do you keep your team building a culture around innovation focused in on that? Oh, that's a great question, Rivers. I think, uh, you know, the public servant sector right now, more than ever, you're seeing a lot of uh, innovative thinkers, designers, uh, entrepreneurial mindset join these, uh, these organizations to make a change, make an impact and make a change. Uh, that was why I joined. I think the purpose of joining EDC, whenever EDC supports an exporter going abroad, either product or service, any sector, any country, any size, it creates long-term wealth for Canada. We know this is one of Canada's problems. Uh, we know we're, mm-hmm. we're an export country. It's big. It's a big. It has a lot of weight from a GDP perspective. So the purpose is really strong. Uh, how how to think about innovation in an environment is we know there's always something. There's a need out there that we're not answering. And as a crown corporation, we feel very compelled by our mission to help every Canadian corporation consider growing by going abroad. And, and when we wake up in the morning, we're motivated by this, uh, and, we, and, and we don't think we have all of the answers, absolutely not, but it is incumbent upon our role to bring together all of the actors in the exporter ecosystem. I'll give, I'll give you an example. You're a small a startup, a five, six employees, and, and you know that by, by default, we know by research that you're, you're born digital and you think global from the get-go. And you get, you get this, uh, this order from, uh, uh, from Malaysia, for instance, and so you don't know what, is it, what it means to sell your product or service in Malaysia. EDC doesn't have the answer. We might be able to help you with a few things, but we'll, able to, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction where you'll find a lawyer that will help you. You'll find someone that will help you with customs. You'll find someone that will help you with protecting your intellectual property and so on and so forth. So innovation for us is really about taking an exporter view first and then understanding what we can do uh, and then getting the actors around the table and doing it. So, so here's a, you know, an extension of that, getting the right people, getting their mindset right and so on. So in your opinion, 
as Canadians, we can we can uh, really nicely kind of say, I, I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm in New Brunswick. I can get it. Somebody in Vancouver wants to do business with me. I, I'm, I'm already in that mindset. Great. That's exciting. But why do we get all hung up when somebody from, say, Germany calls and they want to do business? What's that mindset block that you've that you've experienced and why is it there uh that that question goes goes deep it goes deep (laughs) the first layer what we know from our research is uh they don't know where to turn to that's number one like we've heard it from from micro uh, companies small medium size they don't know where to go first and and then when they find someone that can start to guide them this person doesn't have all of the answers either maybe they go to their lawyer they go to their account or they go to their chamber of commerce in the city that they're in they don't have all of the answers so that's where it stops usually we see that's where it stops that people are not courageous enough to continue the the um, the the initiative or the research to see is there potential there the other element rivers we're seeing also why people are not moving forward is they don't have a business plan right, right? they don't have a business plan and that's really the the, the fundamentals of, of a startup which is you got to have a strategy you got to know where you're going and maybe exporting or, or you know selling abroad uh, is not for you now maybe it is from the get-go so, so often when a call comes in, you know, I'm in Germany, I'm interested by your product, you're not ready because that probably that was not part of your plan. And if you don't have a plan and you start going after these, um, these, uh, these opportunities, you might end up going, wow, I've, I've kind of lost sight of where I need to go as a corporation. So it's, it's quite fundamental. We know that there's, there's tangible components we can help exporters with or Canadian corporations with. Uh, but there's also a portion of courage in there of, uh, you know, of executing and seeing through. So, and we know with, with facts and data that uh, companies that uh, have success selling abroad or expanding abroad, they last longer, um, you know, given that they're, uh. that they're uh, edged across uh, multiple markets. They sustain through economic cycles much better. Uh-huh. They provide better uh-huh. yield. They, they make more profit, if I can bring it like that. But they create more Canadian sure. jobs, and that helps the economy. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I, you know, as as investors in port in mutual funds, for example, we understand about diversifying our portfolio. So the representation you made about just diversifying your 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 markets uh, geographically, where you're uh, going after, makes sense. Also, let's kind of tie into strategy, if I could, because you referenced that point just a second ago. And you know, in my journey of uh, as an entrepreneur and working with entrepreneurs, they really play tactical first because they just don't know so can you dummy down what strategy is and how then tactics play into that specifically as it relates to obviously exporting yeah no definitely i think it starts with strategy and and i agree with you often we we see a market need we want to jump in we have a product but you need to ask yourself a few questions right and and as a marketer especially in the digital age uh, i consult with a lot of groups both internally and externally and i always ask them these three easy questions what do you do or, or what do you sell number one number two is how do you do that? How do you deliver that? Do you provide value uh, in how you deliver it? Does it really meet a need? And the third question is, why are you unique and why should I, should I go with you? Uh-huh. You can have very clear answers to these three questions. That means that you've gone through 
doesn't have to be an extensive strategy planning process. I led strategy for a Fortune 500 in the U.S. for a number of years, and we made it we made it a really complicated process. But if you if you just look at what do you you know first question, what do you do? What do you sell? Okay, great. Are you more interested by selling a quality product, regardless of the price, a quality product, or you're really looking to meet the need at the lowest price possible, right? Mm-hmm. Quality product or price. And those are very generic strategies. Like you can bring back those basic questions to, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the mid 1900s, right? Which is product, product strategy or price strategy. At EDC, at EDC, we've asked ourselves these questions. We do that every four years, and we refresh yearly. Uh, and it basically comes down to, uh, you know, what are we going to offer? How are we going to offer it? What are we not going to offer, right? Because strategy is also about making a choice. Um, the, the other thing I would encourage our entrepreneurs to think about is, is make a good old SWOT analysis. What are your strengths, right? How, what is your staff kind of made up? Or what do you have for capability? What are your weaknesses? Um, and then, of course, you're at a point in time. You, you ask yourself these questions. You're at a point in time, and you've got an environment outside of you, uh, which you know, you've, got, you've got competition. You've got maybe substitute products. And then that creates opportunities and threats, right? And that kind of completes the SWOT analysis. And if you just do that, you'll have a couple of aha moments, and it's really worth checking in with your mentor and your coach. Like we know that a lot of startups have that and it's good just to check in to see, um, you know, am I heading down the right path? Am I feeling it also as an entrepreneur? So I summarize strategy rivers with these three things. Well, I love the fact that you've, you again, have, have, have dummied it down. Now here's the other question as part of that, Mark Andre is, uh, is, uh, how many people are ready to answer those questions? Um, for some of them, depending on how long they've been doing their work, it, it, it might take a while, right? And, and I would say also what we're hearing from, um, from the Canadian community, uh, mostly in the small startup space, is it constantly, constantly, constantly is changing. And so you've got to react to you know, all digital disruptors, the marketplace um, you know, trends, the economic forces. And so you're always kind of forced to see, to re-question those, uh, you, those um, you know, the, the, the questions, the strategy questions. And there is a big school of thought on this. I'd encourage our audience to really, I find that Harvard Business Review, uh, you know, provides a lot of update on, on how to think about strategy. We, we uh, leverage a lot of their curriculum here and they have what they call a dynamic strategy, which is the same questions, but you ask them more frequently. And so you might prevent making really bad decisions or, or, or heading into a direction that you, uh, you, you might you not have hoped for, which can put your business at risk. And you can, you can put the, the, you know, the, the, the employees that work for you, their families at risk, right? So as entrepreneurs, we've got you know, large responsibility that's incumbent on the people that have trust us with their lives. And, and I, think, I, think, I think asking yourself these questions and talking about it with, uh, with your team makes sense sooner, more frequently than, than none with the environment that we're in. Yeah, well, good, good, good stuff. I think uh, I think those are all excellent points that you uh, that you bring into play as relates to approaching strategy. Let's kind of dive into digital strategy. 
what what's your you know what's first of all what is digital strategy and for our entrepreneurs that I mean we're startup Canada so it's in the first five years of business what are some must do's or haves to really put together an effective digital strategy yeah so this is interesting I think uh, you know the digital if you think about kind of the strategy which is asking yourself the questions of of who you are and where you want to be. Uh, there's, uh, there used to be kind of two schools of thoughts on this where we people would um, have more traditional business models and then they would say, okay, great, we're gonna open up a website, we'll have our social platforms and, and we will yeah. quote, quote unquote sell digitally, right? And I think yeah. that, that, that's a component there. But when you think about now, the fact that we live in the digital age where activity on digital platforms provides the opportunity for organizations to evolve their business model at its purest yes. form, their business model, uh, and the fact that it's data-driven um, and you can target customers much easier and provide them uh, a lot of you know, incredible value through uh, integrated experiences. Like it's a totally different way of thinking about thinking about the business. I've had the the, oper- the 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 opportunity of seeing through these waves early on. Uh, we weren't we were thinking about disruptors, uh, but you know the past kind of eight years in the uh, in the financial uh, institution space. You know when you think about disruptors, you think about banks that are purely online, as an example. You think about uh, you know how does digital capabilities overall help a bank. Uh, do a lot of automation and advanced analytics so they can provide great experiences. Um, you know, payments, they, they're getting very modernized. There's a lot of uh, uh, third-party providers that are entering that space, and it's all about, you know, giving you the payments at the least amount of cost. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, security is under attack and so on and so forth. And so uh, the business model redesign is something I spend a lot of time thinking about, especially uh, in the middle of, um, you know, answering this, this EDC question of connecting buyers and sellers together. And I would, I would invite our audiences to think about digital business models, you know, quote unquote digital strategy uh, in, in a few ways. Uh, the, first, the first I would think about, ask yourself, are you a problem solver? Right. So I'm going to give the analogy of, of, you know, buying a house. Right. And so if you're a problem solver, you're basically looking at all of the steps required from the moment you are searching for your house all the way to the moment, the moment you've got furniture in the house. Right. Your problem right. is you want a new home and you want it fully, fully, uh, fully turned key for you. So, so that puts you kind of in a consolidator problem solver where you've got a lot of the providers that are helping you provide a solution to solve a specific problem. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other dimension here I would offer to our, our audience is, do you probably want to be an advisor instead, right? So in that case of, of purchasing a house is, you're probably going to want to aggregate all of the mortgage rates uh, in the marketplace uh, have you know have a couple of uh, couple of questions there around you know type of house income where about, where is it and so on and so forth and then give them the best rate so you're answering one specific need in the entire problem journey but you're doing it in a in an advisory way uh, and in an objective way. Love it. 
another way to think about uh, digital business models is through marketplace. This is one that truly fascinates me because I do believe that uh, the, the strides we've made at EDC help us to play in that space, which is, you know, from an exporter perspective, I talked about that earlier, bringing all of the providers into the marketplace to meet all of the needs, right? And so either you're a startup, small business, or maybe you're a large corporation and you're, you're considering making an investment and in starting a new corporation or, or, or setting foot, breaking ground in another country, you're going to think about your go-to-market very differently and bringing together not only the money, but the information, knowledge, relationship networks, and everything that you need turnkey is, is, is another um, uh, business model I'd encourage, digital business model that I'd encourage our audience to think about. The, the last one, back to the analogy of the house, is do you want to consolidate together um, you know, a, a different view around what the, the pro, you know, what a sub-problem is? So again, back on the example of purchasing the house, you're going to need to get money for that. Uh, and so as you're getting money, you're going to want to consider, am I taking on too much debt? You know, what do I owe money on a car? Do I owe money on a credit card? Maybe I have outstanding student loans. I've borrowed for something. And so you're getting into kind of debt management, right? So it's a different way of seeing or addressing the problem of getting a house, but from a debt management perspective. Mm-hmm. So, so different, and, and, and all of these, you know, in the example that I just gave there can be delivered very, very, very quick. Uh, to market and can disrupt an industry quite quick. So I, I'd summarize that, uh, you know, uh, with with my experience and and the opportunities I've had to bring buyers and sellers together on on uh, on on platforms, you know, to think about uh, our audience, to think about these uh, these questions and these different views and meeting exporter needs. Well, I love it that you're posing questions and you're reinforcing that it's not just about deciding one day you're going to do it. No, you have to go. You're on it. You're <laughs> talking about export. You're going on a trip. And just like if you were going on a trip, a personal trip, you would make appropriate preparation based on information of that trip. And, and that's what you keep reinforcing. Um, Mark Andre, in, in my script, uh, which I sometimes have a script, <laughs> even though most times I like to go uh, off script. Uh, there's something that uh, caught my interest, and hopefully you know what it means. <laughs> but it says, what does transformation mean? So can you talk to that? Oh, God, transformation. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> this is being recorded on a Friday, and I just ruined your weekend with that, with that T word. <laughs> uh, no, that's totally fine, Rivers. I mean, that, that's an area where this is where I get all my drive, right? And I think as entrepreneurs, you, when, you, when you jump in, you see something, you want to make an impact, you're actually looking to transform something, right? And so I think for me, transformation mm-hmm. is three things. I've had the, I've got indirectly in, in my career throughout, uh, you know, the past 12, 12, 13 years, I've always been on the forefront of, um, you know, helping an, or an organization evolve its business models, go to market very differently, think about the disruptors. And I think what experience has um, taught me is you've got to think about transformation three ways, right? First of all, if you're transforming, you have a starting point, you have an end point. You need to know what the end point is or, or have an idea what it is because your journey and get it there is never going to be a straight line. Yes. Um, and so you, there's, there's three things I would encourage our audience to think about, which is, and you can summarize it into hardware, software, uh-huh. and culture. 
right? So hardware is, is what do you need, right? Like what do you, what do you need to transform? What do you need uh, to go from point A to point B? So for EDC, for us, I onboarded the, um, the organization three and a half years ago. We were servicing roughly about 7,500 uh, Canadian corporations. Uh, and, and now we've, we've set ourselves a, a very objective goal of, of being much more relevant and servicing uh, the, 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 the small business and the, uh, the micro space. Uh, up to the height of 30,000 within four years. So wow. right, here's a crown corporation that hasn't really, you know, done anything different in 70 and 71 years. And in our 71th year, we're, we want to fourfold the impact to market, right? And, and, and I'm just giving you the top line numbers. There's a lot of ways we're doing that. Hence back to the purpose I talked about earlier. But we know that to need to, to get to that point, we needed, we needed to change our hardware, right? So all of the interactive elements, having the appropriate data to take the right decisions, understanding how we can fulfill better, quicker our insurance policies or working capital solutions. Um, you know, an example recently my team has been testing is we get a lot of questions, uh, you know, opening up a chatbot, right? But a chatbot for a type of products is really complex because exporting is really complex depending on the country of your product. So can't really necessarily do this on the chatbot, right? So really looking at what is the hardware you need to get to your, to your, uh, your end result. The second piece is the software. The software is what kind of connects it all together. Uh, you know, making sure you've got a process, making sure you've got KPIs, making sure you're measuring the right thing, making sure you know what uh, the gap is, it, uh, what is the gap that you're looking to close. So this is bringing the people around the transformation, uh, getting them a sense of where we are, where we're going, um, uh, and why we're going there. Uh, which leads me to the third component, which is the harder component. And there's no playbook for this third component, which is the culture. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. And the, cult the culture piece is uh, this is where you truly see who wins and loses because it's a long game. I run marathons, a few a year, and it's really about sustaining, sustaining, sustaining the effort, demonstrating the behaviors. You know, an example at EDC is we would review monthly results at, a, at the corporate operation level a specific way. Uh, and when we wanted, to, when we changed our strategy, we said, okay, we can't look at these metrics anymore and we can't look at them the same way. So we, we changed that. And the first month it went really, it, it went well. Like everybody was on board, we're changing, this is good. But then after we needed to bring this down into the organization through the multiple layers and really demonstrate why this is important and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. And there's so many examples. A lot of them, you can't really put your finger on it, but it's by displaying the behavior, walking the talk uh, that you change uh, over time, right? And, uh, and then people realize at one point they cross the chasm of uh, being incompetent and conscious and they go, oh, this is what I got to change, right? And, and they're seeing the benefit and, and that's where you see the kind of positive effects come in. So uh, Love it. Uh, it, takes, it takes time, but it's well worth it if it's well articulated and well planned back to our point earlier, Fritters. Uh, personal question, uh, not a hard personal question, but if you were going to start a business tomorrow, what would it be? Wow. Um, I'm not going to hold you to it. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I, I talked a bit about, uh, you know, my running, uh, my running passion, but, it, but I'm predominantly passionate a lot about uh, everything that's mountains. Love it. I was a mountain climber, yeah, mountain climber for a number of years. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, 
yeah, regardless of the season. Uh, so anything that relates to the mountain really fascinates me. And uh, if, if I if I were to leave right now, I'd probably become a, a high altitude uh, mountaineering guide. Oh, that's right? so cool, man! So that, that's, that's that's great stuff. So okay, the next question: What country would you, besides anything in North America, would you want to start your business in, and why? Uh, there's a lot going on in 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 India. Right. I think there's a lot. Yeah. That area like Tibet is close by. Right. Obviously. But there's a lot going on in that in that area. I think how they're how they're really constantly reinvesting in education, being competitive, creating global, uh, you know, leaders, investing in the right skill set. There's a lot going on there. If I kind of if I if I piggyback on some of the. Um, if I answer your previous question, Rivers, around uh, it, it, in the sphere I'm in right now, what would I do is uh, I, would, I would start something around that leverages um, AI uh, for the risk yes. models and, and how we do what we do best here at EDC. It's an art and craft what we do. Uh, you, you, you've got yes. to understand the product, Canadian Corporation, the country that is receiving the goods or the service, political environment. It's so complicated. And I think that, uh, you know, with what we're seeing now and from an AI perspective, I'd want to help EDC and create long-term wealth for Canada by, by probably starting something in that area. I'm really passionate about international commerce. Uh, and so, uh, so, so two answers for you on this wow. Friday afternoon. <laughs> that's great and that, that's just awesome and talking about that you uh, you have a hard stop at the top of the hour so I want to close with this really fun conversation I, I gotta tell you it really has been enjoyable and uh, you could teach uh, maybe some of your other colleagues how to do uh, podcast interviews when they're not doing one with me because when they're with me it's always fun on the Startup Canada podcast show but how does one of our audience members any one of them actually begin the journey of connecting with you your team and because they want to take your advice they want to sprint diversify uh what's what's what are those first two steps to begin that engagement relationship with you folks so edc.ca as simple as that i think uh we've got a lot of our tools products guides there uh, we've got a huge webinar platform. Uh, we've got we're, we're in all of the Canadian markets. We can we let's connect face to face, right? Like you know, online online is great, but we're all about relationships. Also, that's often how global commerce still operates. Uh, you know, they send me a note. Let's get the conversation going. M A R O Y at edc.ca. It'd be a pleasure to keep uh, the conversation going with the audience today, Rivers. Thank you very much for your time and for Startup Canada. I think. You guys got a great initiative. We need to do more of this. Uh, yes, sir. And, uh, and uh, you've got our support for next steps. You're awesome. Keep on rocking. Enjoy the mountain climbing. There's a great movie with a guy that spent three years, I think, preparing for a wall in, Yo- in Yosemite Park in the United States. I can't remember the story, but man, you gotta you gotta find something about. It. He's the first one on the planet to climb this wall, and I don't think he, he had, no, I, without any ropes or anything. So it was a free. Wow. They called it. Yeah. If I find it, I'm going to email it to you because I got your email address. Be good. Be safe. You got a minute to go before it's top of the hour. Get a drink of water on the way out. Have a good day. Thank you very (laughs) much. Be well. Okay, bye.
thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Till next week, I'm Rivers Corbett leaving you with the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. 